baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up? It's Steve V, your host of Tags Podcast and Tags Live, about to go on in just a few seconds here, letting you know that if you're just listening to Tags Podcast and Tags Live, you're only getting half the story. Okay, I am quoting Drag Race, but listen up here. Each week, we do an after show over at our Patreon page. Our Patreon page is our VIP community where people support Tags Podcast and get extra special sexy content. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And for as little as $5 a month, you can get our weekly after show. That's what I was talking about. The show continues on. For things that we, in a little more casual way, I break down the week's topics. I share a little bit more about my personal story. You get the after show. It's so much fun. Twice a month, if you want to go a little deeper into our community, you can get our dark and dirty show, which came out last week and will come out next week, plus some extra special sexy perks. Again, Thank you for supporting the show. We love you. We will continue delivering. But if you want to go deeper onto our VIP, Patreon, VIP community, support us at patreon.com. Talk about gay sex. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash talk about gay sex. What is going on? You are watching Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. And if you're listening to this as this gets repackaged, this is episode, can you believe it, 250? Wow. I'm your, I don't know if I said it already. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you? 
Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Really, really good. Really, really good. Just turning up my volume to get into the mix on this episode. We're really excited. A little bit later in the show, we have got Jacob and Harley, who uh, we were talking about on a yeah. We've been talking about them on a previous episode. We were thirsting after them and after. Uh, Jacob, and then we discovered Jacob. It's Jacob and Harley, and then when we discovered that, we were all about them, and we all uh, concurred that they need to come on the show. So they stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot. This is our Wednesday night live show that pushes out to our YouTube channel, our Facebook channel. And you get to ask questions, um, get your questions ready for Jacob and Harley a little bit later in the show. But first things first, Cody, uh, thanks again for doing Tag's podcast, episode 249, earlier in the week. Oh, it was my pleasure, of course. You know, I always love hanging out with you guys. It was a lot of fun. We had some a great time having you over there. So thanks for doing that. Um, you know, on a recent podcast that you were on, you were thirsting after Alex Beresford out in London. He's the weatherman oh, yeah. who stood up to Piers Morgan and yep. when for calling him out for the Meghan Markle interview for being essentially saying racist remarks. And he came out later as having like this really hot body, uh, which Alex Beresford, right? And you said... It's so funny you put it, you put it like, he's coming out as having this hot body. <laughs> exactly. Really hot. And he was your, you called him, he could be my baby daddy, no problem, which I thought was really hot. Well, this week, I thought if anybody is not following Lenny Kravitz, you need to just follow him right now because at age 56, he has the thirstiest picture of the week. He could be my straight baby daddy in a heartbeat. And do you have the picture or should I all post? It was mine first. Oh no, you didn't, you, you got, you, I'm putting it in the comment section. Everybody can look at it. You get Alex Beresford. I get, I get Lenny Kravitz. I'm like a Pokemon. <laughs> I got to catch them all. Oh, yeah, you guys. Um, little known fact about Cody Maurice Doggett is that he's a big uh, <laughs> superheroes fan. And he has some questions. Yes, I am. You got some questions for Jacob and Harley about superheroes as something that they filmed. So we can't wait for that. All right. Well, let's get into hot topics before we get into our first segment, Vulnerable Voices. And in this week's hot topics, I could not help but talk about the life-size super gay Barbie. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a gay choreographer, you guys, and he's a painter. He picked up a claim for his latest artistic offering, turning himself into, quote, super gay Barbie. Gunner Montana, he's based in Philadelphia. He's a dancer, performance artist, whose work has appeared in numerous festivals around the country. According to his um, website, he specializes in visual art installations, prop-based choreography, set design, costume design. You, you get the picture. Gunner's also yeah, picked up a large, you know, and he's picked up a large social media following with his off-the-wall creations. Well. Recently, he posted a video of his latest project. Together with collaborator Colin Burke, he turned himself into a very special Barbie doll. And 
he really looks amazing. So I could put this in the comment section, but essentially he's got bright red hair, right, Cody? Oh, yeah. And he... It's like he created the box, you know, the bar, like the, bar like the right? yeah. So like the Barbie box where, you know, if you bought a Barbie, all right, gays, come on, support me here. <laughs> and you know how like if it was Malibu Barbie, she might come with like suntan oil and a beach towel and a duffel bag. You know, you know what Barbie comes with. Or you know, you know what Barbie roller skating Barbie and she would come Kimber or something like that. And she would come with roller skates. This is I'm going way back. But. <laughs> he did such an excellent job, in my opinion, of creating this artistic installation of him looking like he's in a box that you would buy. Yeah. And he's let me describe it as best I can. And Cody, you jump in at any time. But OK, you know, if you were to buy a Barbie, it would be in that plastic box. And he's standing perfectly like a Barbie perfectly doll. Straight up. He's yeah. got and he's in heels. He's in platform heels. He's in an ira yep. iridescent thong that stra with straps that go all the way up with a built-in corset. Then, for if that wasn't enough, his accessories include everything from a fan, because you know he's got to go to the club, grind a oh, yeah. the phone on the wall that's got grinder opened up he's got a blonde mm -hmm. a blonde yellow bright wig that's with bangs of course he's got his sneakers for working out because of course he's wearing heels right now he's got a dildo which i love <laughs> that's huge with a condom on it and a cleaning out syringe which is of course his douche kit he's got a little wait what yeah, i didn't did see that girl part. look it up <laughs> there it is a little it's a, it's a bulb it's a douche bulb <laughs> that is awesome and lastly of course well two things his passport his purple passport with a ticket a barbie ticket because of course he's always traveling right and lastly a little pink backpack that would carry all of these accessories to go along with them wouldn't you have and i read that um it's a ticket to puerto Vallarta. that ticket that he has <laughs> in his passport my favorite place my favorite place. <laughs> you got it's perfect he's a <laughs> You've got to uh, love it. I love it so much. I think it's so cliche, so funny, such a great installation, such a commentary on our gay culture. And I don't know, Cody, did you want to play with Barbies when you were a kid? Because I did. And of course, oh I wasn't God. able to, but I did with my friend, my gymnastic friend. And mm -hmm. um, when I would go to stay with his house, because he was a little bit more freer and we would go to his girlfriend's oh. houses and we would get to play with barbies but i would always feel shame for it but Aww. imagine if it was today and we could play with this gay you know boy barbie doll i mean i already want to play with him but that's <laughs> neither here nor there <laughs> um but for different reasons more adult reasons <laughs> <laughs> that don't go into the mattel the living situation yeah right yeah exactly. for sure but i did play with barbies growing up i stole them from my sister <laughs> i love and it and i put them in in uh various positions uh, in compromising positions i know right wow when I was, too grown when I was a kid <laughs> so 
Yeah, it was a good time. And she doesn't know where, that, what I did already. So, <laughs> And now she's going to listen to this and she's going to know that I played around with her Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hopefully it'll only bring you closer. All right. We got one more hot gay sex topic to talk about here. <laughs> Tinder, you guys, will soon, Tinder will soon let you run a background check on a potential date. So Tinder and other match group owned apps are going to let their users run background checks on possible dates. The company announced an investment in Garbo, which is a nonprofit that looks to allow people to run background checks with only their first name and phone number or full name. The investment of which match didn't disclose the amount will help make the group's tech available to matches users, starting with the company's most popular app, Tinder. So this means that Tinder users will be able to vet their dates with details like their arrest record or history of violence that could dramatically affect who finds success on the apps and who doesn't. So Garbo says it collects public records and reports of violence or abuse, including arrests, convictions, restraining orders, harassment, and other violent crimes. And its website says it accepts manually submitted police reports, orders, or mm. of protection, that's important, restraining orders and other legal documents that report abuse, harassment, or other crimes. So Cody, I think the first thing that I thought about this is, you know, it's high time that these apps it, it, it made me think of two things. It made me think of, mm -hmm. you know, we think we're such in this digital age, but a lot of this stuff has only been around for the last 10 years, maybe even five in a lot of ways. And a lot of uh -huh. this people are not vetted properly. We go into these things. It's technology. It seems like it's been around forever, but it really hasn't. And if we were to jump over the counterpart of Tinder of what a lot of us LGBTQ people use like Grinder, which is always in the news, or even Scruff, but particularly Grinder, where so yeah. so many hate crimes have been happening and violent acts against our LGBTQ people under that app. Do you think that this is something that Grinder and Scruff should pick up? Oh, definitely. And I went through all the emotions reading this story. At first, I, it sounded great to me. I, because I think it's horrible that people get attacked when they go and meet people on these apps. And, but then I read that um, the individual parties were gonna be able to read the arrest records, which kind of, I don't want anybody knowing my credit score or anything like that. I don't want them to know my business, but then it went to criminal records and things of that nature. And I've now got back on board again because it was all about protecting yourselves from people that would wanna take advantage of you. So. That's yeah. why I'm all for it. Yeah, it sounds like a positive thing. And by the way, yeah. when when you're on a lot of Facebook and other, they're sharing your information, whether you li like it or not. This is something that would get criminal records into the mix. So things that are lascivious and share. You don't have a criminal record as far as I know, <laughs> Cody Murray. So you don't have anything I, to worry not about. Not that you know of. <laughs> there, you don't have anything to worry about. It would only ping and target those that do have those. And with the yeah. amount of, of violent crimes and death that are happening to people within our community, to me, this is only a good thing that 
could help. Grinder is such under fire all the time. We report mm-hmm. on this podcast in the last four years so many cr- crimes that have happened and occurred to our LGBTQ plus world that have really not ended well. And I think this could only help. Um, but one thing that we've always talked about on this show is when you, particularly these days, but I would say always, have a buddy system in place. So in other words, Cody, you could be my buddy. All right. I'm telling you now, you're one of my buddies. <laughs> All right. That if I'm, I, I'm willing to take that on. That if I end up meeting somebody tonight, later on tonight, because okay. I'm excited that Jacob and Harley are on the show, but I'm all hot and bothered. <laughs> they got you in the mood. That I'm <laughs> going to hook up with somebody that I might let you know that the address that I'm going to yeah. and let you know that I'm going to ping you when I get to that just to let you know that everything's okay. If you don't get that in 45 minutes or so, yeah. but you got the address and even the phone number, then you know to start texting away. This is nothing more simple than a buddy system that could save people's life. And I say that not lightly. I say that because so many people have lost their lives by this situation. And there's a reason why Tinder has gone to create this background check. And it's not for nothing. It's not to take it lightly. We need to be looking out for ourselves. There's hate crimes happening left and right and around us. And wake up, people. Sorry to get on my soapbox, but it's a real thing. Yeah, it's true. You got nothing? (laughs) No, I because I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that you should definitely have a buddy even cut on your location for your friend and that way it, you can they can know where you are at least for the duration of the date because you control how long you want to uh share your location with them so do that and then be as safe and as knowledgeable and cognizant of that some there are people out there that might want to harm you so yeah Absolutely. especially in this age that we were just talking about on the uh, on instagram how Hate crimes are, are on the rise, especially for our Asian, our Asian counterparts. Yes, uh, Asian American counterparts. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for saying that one more time. Absolutely. Got to keep saying it. It's time to move on, though. And a little bit later, coming up in our third segment, we've got Jacob and Harley. But not yet, because right not now, almost. almost, almost. But right now, we've got our weekly segment where we get a little deeper And on this week's segment, we call it Vulnerable Voices. Every week, we started it last summer. It's where we get a little deeper and look into our LGBTQ sexuality. It was stemmed from an article, Cody, that I sent you, which is written by Corey Andrew. It's described as survey finds rampant internalized homophobia among gay and bisexual men. It may or may not be what you think. I'll just read you a little bit about it. Gay men have long been conflicted in society over the negative stigma associated with male femininity. Being a quote-unquote femme can quickly get you ostracized in heterosexual circles, and that is nothing new. But a recent study published in the Trends in Psychology reveals that in our gay community, LGBT community, I would even expand it to, there is potentially as much disdain for the perception of femininity in, well, in this case, gay men, as there is mm-hmm. among femphobic straight people. I'm inclined to agree with this assessment, needing to look no further than grinder and scruff profiles of self-described masculine men who openly declare 
quote, no femmes. The writer goes on to say that I have often surmised that gay bashers and straight homophobes are battling their own demons with each attack they inflict. In this newly published study, analysts share troubling survey results that suggest pervasive, quote, negative attitudes regarding effeminacy and internalized homophobia among gay men, bisexual men, and other men who engage in same-sex relations. So given this association, many people draw between sexuality and religion and morality. It is no wonder yeah. that such conflicts exist in gay men. The article goes on. I'll put it on tagspodcast.com. But the first thing, Cody, that I thought of in, to make it part of our vulnerable voices and part of internalized homophobia was the recent report that the Pope, Pope came out that he does not support same-sex marriage unions. And... Wow. You know, at, you know, my first thought when I thought that is like, who cares? Who's really, you know, I'm a former, I went to Catholic school. Uh, mm -hmm. Catholicism That's was in drilled in me. I'm a Latino. But I've since moved on. I'm spiritual now. I don't practice Catholicism. However, I was listening to an interview with Kaylee Rice. She's a, she's a lesbian country performer. And she was talking mm -hmm. about the actual trauma that it can actually do not just for us lgbtq people to hear that the pope does not support unions but what it does to our circles so in other words your family members your yeah. aunts and uncles the circles around your periphery that yeah could get you not i mean i'm using you as an example but could get you as someone like us to think Oh my gosh, if the, if people don't support this within my orbit, I'm nervous that's makes that I, there's trauma there. I'm now worried going to be ostracized. Going to be ostracized. Yeah. It does nothing yeah. but bring more hatred which we are only talking about this in this show about stop Asian hate. There's so much hatred going on right now. Did we really need the Pope to come out right now, Cody, and say he this? He definitely did not. <laughs> and what it says to me is that the Catholic Church does not care about gay lives at all, because if they did, they wouldn't have made this statement. Like, keep that under your hat. Yeah. Uh, and it also says to me that they think that our love isn't as substantial or as important as heterosexual love, which I refuse to believe. That's something that I will never agree with. I think that, you know, our love, gay love is just as just and as important in our uh, community and in our society as heterosexual love, because love is love after all, right? And it means a lot too. to, it's one thing if the Pope doesn't come on and say anything of it. He's been actually pretty supportive yeah. at times for... Especially in the past, yeah. Uh, this current Pope. But when he does come out in 2021 with, it seems a little tone deaf in so many ways mm -hmm. to not look at what, you knowing his power and you know we talk about our platform here we get we get scrutinized when we say something on our podcast after four years of podcasting don't get me started i mean we get scrutinized if we say something that it doesn't sit well with people you can imagine yeah. the platform that the pope has 
And with so much hatred going on and dissidence going on with race relations and sexuality, that why would this be the right time to say that? Why why did he choose to say that now? Because it can it's not a really don't know yeah it it does not do anything good to and yeah but you know this article about we got to talk about the article that it stemmed from about homophobia and internalized homophobia and i know you had some notes that we were talking offline but what did you want to tell us oh for sure so before we move on to that you mentioned about how the pope affects Uh, our circle. And I do want to tell you that I brought this up to my uncle right before we came on. And he actually said to me, uh, and I'm going to quote, I'm going to read it. Uh, He said that you, that message, you have to get directly from the source. And that made me so hopeful. He's like, you don't need to get it from, from an intermediate like the Pope, because um, whomever you believe in, whatever source you believe in, that love is love to him. So just stay steadfast in that i think that's so important and i agree with that and i think the only issue that i that made me think about a little bit differently was when we don't realize like kaylee wright country music singer said that Uh we can feel strongly about where we're at with everything but it's when somebody is as monumental and, and powerful as the pope says something that disseminates out to morality and people's yeah. religious backgrounds. We all have people yeah. in our family that are religious that it can cause dissidence towards that. Like we didn't need that. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, love I is agree love. With you. And, and I didn't want to discount any of that. I just wanted to share what my own uncle, somebody in my family said. To I me. appreciate so, that. Thank you for saying my, that. My pleasure, my pleasure. So we were talking about my own, our own struggles with internalized homophobia and it's something that I deal with all the time. Uh, It's not quite as grand as me lashing out towards other gay people that are more feminine than me, but it's something that, but there are other ways that it comes out, right? It could be, uh, if you uh, self-harm or shaming, um, working out excessively, that if to appear more masculine, that can that's a reflection of the society and how you want to emulate what's acceptable socially acceptable in society it's funny you say that because really we were talking i think even before we're going to start a clubhouse if anybody doesn't know clubhouse it's this new thing that not even that new it's late last year but we're going to start a clubhouse room um soon And one of the things we were talking about is the extension of how we're going to do that. And I think Mm -hmm. um, it is going to be about sex positivity. And I think when you talk about sex positivity, you talk about, um, I, I think you and I were talking about the shame that I used to have just being a gay man. And, and, and you, it's funny that you mentioned right now working out and how we work out to appear a certain masculine way. I totally do yeah. that. This article. Yeah. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single... 
double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This article goes on to say things like um, when we go on apps like, again, with the Scruff and the Grinder, things like no fems, no um, mask for mask only. And yep. these can these can be, I think, uh, the thing that I want to just say in a more simplistic way is that this show, doing it over four years, has made me feel really embrace my femininity, my masculinity, and know that I can go in and out of all of those at any point in time and not worry of what, because last thing I'll say is as a former actor, I had to play that role for so long in the Hollywood world in the, in the early two thousands and people wanted me to butch it up. They didn't say that, but they wanted me to do that. And I think doing this show, doing what I love now, it's like I can go into my masculine side now, into my feminine side. And I enjoy that, that kind yeah. of weaving. Same here. Yeah. And like you said, doing this show has expanded my, my viewpoint on a lot of things. I, it was something that I was coming to terms with before I started the show, of course. But again, doing this has expanded my view. But it even goes to more like, okay, so I can think of a time when someone would say, oh, you're not, I can't believe you're gay. You're so straight acting or whatever. And I would, that would make me feel a sense of pride that I think is kind of mis, misinformed or misguided mm -hmm. because I like, and I, and I look back on that person, I'm like, who is, who was he? So yeah, it, yeah, it can, it can come out in so many different ways. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is deeply ingrained. And yeah. you know, I remember a, a few years back, we reported on a documentary called Do I Sound Gay? That's, yeah. It's a great documentary, y'all. You should check it out. Do I Sound Gay? I think it's called Do I Sound Gay? Um, yeah. And it's all of those perceptions that we have in ourselves that if you per you're perceived a certain way and what would that mean? And is that going to mean I'm going to get, no one's going to accept me. Um, it's such a great film. I highly recommend it. Put it on your list. Uh, I'll probably put the link up on tagspodcast.com. But have you ever worried, you know, it's funny when we were talking about the Barbie, the guy that did that Barbie installation mm -hmm. art piece. And in many ways I feel, and it was all pink and with his, hair he had some mas Fabulous. masculinity going on but he had like you said the platform heels 
the dildo with the condom on the grinder open. It was very unapologetic in a ways. And I feel like yeah. it was a, it was definitely a nod and a wink to our crazy LGBTQ society, but it was also unapologetic. And everything. I had to kind of like praise him for it, for doing that because in a way it was masculine, it was feminine. It was all things. It was whatever you wanted him to be. And in some ways, and I don't know if he was even stating that, he was saying, and I can be many things as much as I can be me. I can be like Barbies. We, you put on the, the backpack, you put on the wig. Yeah. He can be all of those things. It's kind, Multifaceted. kind Multifaceted. of cool to. Yeah, no. Did you ever have a hump where you had to get over that hump where you could just be everything and not just one, you know, I need to be hyper-masculine. I have to be what this guy wants me to be. I have to be what my producers want me to be. I know you're a singer, Cody, so, you know. So, and I think that 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 all came to a head fairly recently, especially when the, the beginning of the pandemic happened last year, that all came crashing down on me and I accepted more of who I was as a person. And I'm, and I said to myself that everything that I am is okay. Feminine, masculine, and otherwise in between. So, and all shades of me are, are beautiful. I love it. Go ahead. Yeah. Say your friend says, yeah. Jen says um, that the the Pope was flip-flopping because he just excommunicated an African archbishop for being openly anti-gay. So that's well, kind of crazy. Well, he has, we were talking about that. And in the meantime, I want um, um, our guests right now, Jacob and Jacob Harley, and Harley to grab, to a, grab spot. a spot. And um, when you're ready, um, as we continue this conversation on, but grab a spot when you're ready and we welcome you. But yeah, um, I think that was my whole point. He can be everything and everything else. Hey there. Hello. Can you hear us? Yes. Yes, we got you here. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys look fabulous. Uh, as I love the look behind it. I know. Um, we want to welcome our special guests, Jacob and Harley. You can follow them at Jacob and Harley one on Twitter as well as on uh, Instagram. And let me just introduce you really guys, because <laughs> the reason we learned about you guys was there's a site that does the they did 28 thirst traps porn thirst traps is how they labeled it on straight up gay porn and Cody and I thought it would be a fun thing to do a couple weeks ago where we went through and I said Cody pick your favorite but because we're an audio podcast our job is to describe in so in descriptive terminology why we are thirsting after this one so I Cody picked his, I picked mine. We did an after show where I picked the next favorite one and it happened to be you Jacob because you were in there and mainly I mean you looked very handsome. I think you were even in clothes in that picture. And then your huge thick cock was just like larger than life that I could not even and I was like okay now. And we tagged you for our after show for those you guys want to join our after show you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and get the after show it's always a lot of fun right cody but oh yeah on that show i was like oh my god i think my first question is you know congratulations jacob for being that thirst pig harley 
when you're on this week too harley when you first saw his huge dick were you like can i i can take that immediately or i need to warm up or what was your first thought oh no god no actually we were both tops when we started dating which was like kind of weird what yeah we yeah we're that's crazy right whoa um but yeah uh i'd never taken a dick period and i looked at it and i was like you should do porn. Like, what are you doing? Like, jokingly, you know? Look so two, two tops can make a right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Turns out um, bottom I is never like, knew. legit. Like, it's definitely fun. Yeah. Cody, go ahead. Yeah, I know you. Actually said, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're so, going to go back and forth with our yeah, questions for you. We what, got. Like, okay, yeah. I bought several incrementally bigger dildos <laughs> to. In order to get ready? That's yeah. awesome. So you mentioned that you said to Jacob that you think he should be important. Do you have any advice for anybody uh, guys wanting to get into OnlyFans or anything like that? Um, I would highly recommend, like, I, I found that our best advertisement, like, getting our face out there has been camming for us. So, like, Chatterbait oh, has been a okay. huge support for us because we get like three to six, sometimes 8,000 people in our room. They're all seeing our face, they see our link, and we that's like our best advertisement by far. And, and, and our dicks. That's your dicks. Your calling card. <laughs> so like, I would highly recommend just getting your face out there as much as you can, like Twitter, Instagram, and definitely streaming if you're open to it. Yeah, for sure. And also like identify your boundaries like right away before you even go in there. Like, are you comfortable with people finding out? Because people will find out, um, yeah. you know, are you comfortable with having your body immortalized on the internet? You know, uh, there's all sorts of things that you have to take into consideration. Like I would just talk with your friends, et cetera. It definitely can be really fun and we're really blessed to live like the life we live. But yeah, um, you know, obviously there are shortcomings and pitfalls to anything especially this you know harley it's yeah. so, harley it's based out there harley it's so funny that you say you have to be willing for people to find be able to that they may find out and when we were having our pre-production meeting we threw out a question that we thought oh, that's going to be so cliche about asking them do their family know because we didn't want to be that thing but now that you brought it up was <laughs> a two questions when did you guys meet and start dating? And when did you guys decide to start doing this kind of content together? And then lastly, does your family know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we've been together for almost four years now. Wow. And um, wow. we've been streaming for three of them. So we had a year and we got together and we were struggling there for a while. So it really helped out with the money because we blew up very quick. And We've loved every minute of it. Like, I've, I absolutely enjoy everything about it. Yeah, it's super fun. And it's yeah. like something new. And I never really thought I would like find a community in this, but it, we definitely found our people. And like, it's, it's been super fun. Actually, we lived in the same town and went to the same high school. What? That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Wow. 100% facts. Um, and we just like never touched base or like, Got together like i think i remember one specific day where i opened grinder and it was him on grinder and he's like come over right now like i was like oh god and i, I might have blocked him or something so we didn't connect like <laughs> until like god years later but i found him again on um, facebook like we knew who each other was and i messaged him like every month 
for a long time. She was very persistent. <laughs> like, probably like a year and a half. No cap. So, it, um, it's so funny because offline I was asking you guys who am I talking to because all of our correspondence has been through DMs and Instagram and you know you always wonder with a couple like who am I really talking to and I think one of my questions one of my other questions I'm going to jump to was two other OnlyFans a couple that I know Greg McKeon and he was talking about working with his boyfriend and they produce content he says that Unlike his boyfriend, his boyfriend wants more time with him, but he's the proactive one, always getting the content going. And it was interesting learning, Harley, that you're the one that is, are you the more proactive one that getting your content going? Because I, I just want to learn more about working together. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I'm just like kind of like creative and, and um, like I had like a, I would say like somewhat successful like porn blog on tumblr before tumblr oh, cool. like collapsed and became hot garbage but yeah yeah um, yeah so like i kind of knew the social media thing and i knew what it would take and uh yeah it's i mean it's fun for me it doesn't feel like work so he has a type a personality so he's really <laughs> good at getting our faces out there like he's got it down so if anything I just, i'm reeling in because he likes to open it, <laughs> it takes a balance it takes that all, balance yeah right? it's all about balance and that's like yeah. sometimes that's the hardest thing to find in this industry because it's so easy to do what we do but it takes a lot out of you sometimes mm-hmm. yeah that's sure. intimate moments too yeah so. you gotta find space for like right. what are you comfortable with sharing with the general populace and then like what are you you know what are you gonna keep for yourselves so Nice. Cody? Yeah. So um, I was actually looking at a lot of your content. I got (laughs) very inspired by a lot of your content. Me too. (laughs) Me too. I was like, woo. (laughs) And one of my favorite videos of you guys is the Avengers orgy. How did you come up with that? And how do you come up with your content for your your OnlyFans? I think we came up with the Avengers orgy originally because um, we did a stream one day in like a Spider-Man outfit uh-huh. and that was by far our biggest seller. That thing was asked for for over a year <laughs> afterwards. Nice. Like, yeah. We're still selling that video. Everyone loves it. So like we wanted to kind of like feed off of that, like clearly superheroes and like that's a whole fetish in its own right so i yeah. have it so i know it was so funny it was so much fun too yeah it was super fun. we have a lot of fun when we do crazy different things like that yeah nice you, so when is it populated things that you do you know just you think about it and you're like oh that would be super hot like usually our content is just like what we would watch so yeah nice there with so you. when it when are the Joker and Harley as like a play in your name? When are the Joker and Harley? Ooh, a video coming. Ooh, like, Cody. Royalties on that idea, or I mean, I could be your manager. I I, I take twenty percent though. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so clearly you guys have had success with OnlyFans um, and Chatterbait, which is really interactive. I think I want to know. Um, we talked to a lot of people about studio porn, porn stars going the other direction where they've been porn stars and then they're going the other direction. sounds like you went the only fans chatterbait direction. And are you liking that direction? And any 
ideas of ever going into studio porn or are you just uh, having more fun did studio porn with oh. Helix studios um yeah la early last or late last year we did a couple scenes with helix studios and Ooh. it was it was a nice time like they're a great studio of course oh, yeah. but yeah. it's just not for us, I don't think we, yeah. it okay. just, it's not as intimate. It's not as real. Like I, one of the things I love about Chatterbait is you get on there and you set your goals. You set how your show's going to go. You essentially just lay out how you're going to have sex and people just pay to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. with um, a scene, you know, it's all written out for you and you're acting yeah. and then you, we sat in there for over six hours to film yeah. a scene. I mean, for I us, it. it's a couple, and it doesn't really take <laughs> us that long to produce yeah. something decent, you know? So nice. I can speak to that. I mean, definitely studio porn is, like, a different animal, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we wanted to do it more so to just know what it's like and, and kind of learn from it. And, I mean, they did offer mm -hmm. us a considerable amount of money, so we were like, well. It's worth it. Okay, nice. yeah, we kind of considered it like we're getting paid to advertise, like that's going to be immortalized on their website, which is super popular for a long time. So just having our faces on there is kind of great. Fabulous. Cody, do you have another question? That would that that I saw my questions right now. Okay, you well, I, I do actually. So, I mean, I think so with that, creating your own content, um, that's got to be a lot of fun to. Um, one thing that a lot of my co-hosts have talked about is I have an OnlyFans. I don't have my OnlyFans, but I belong to a lot. And my other co-host talks about you can suggest things. Do you get fans on either Chatterbait or on OnlyFans asking content that they want to see you two perform? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. do you do you do it or how what's your threshold but um yeah if you want to push our boundaries it might cost you a little more but it's actually it's been a great like learning experience because we've been you know learning things about ourselves as we do some of these suggestions that maybe we wouldn't have even thought yeah we were like oh maybe so, i like that oh i'm into that yeah it's been yeah. it has been a lot of fun to create our own stuff and these suggestions as wild as some of them are have been a lot of fun too yeah so we do like well, so. we do like custom content like uh it does it is pretty spendy compared to most people because um we're very busy like we're in the process of starting a business and um all of our content and we're working on a movie right now and you know so oh. people are saying um you know i'd like to see this and then i hit them with like a price tag and i like try to justify it but like at the end of the day we're running a business and you know nobody's ever really that butthurt about it um but yeah we're, we're open to suggestions and sometimes i like the suggestion so much we just do it so well we couldn't we noticed you have a movie coming out. We want you to talk about it in just a second. But before that, I want to ask you, with working together as a couple, did you guys have to create boundaries with people coming at you at OnlyFans and asking for that? You've, you've said you've been together for four years. Jacob, you were talking about it. How, how, what's this key to keeping your relationship going with outside of the, the work? Um... I'd say like trust is like a really big thing. It's really big and you have to cherish it. I mean, if I didn't trust him, we'd have a lot of problems, especially with 
um, not having some roommates here that have been streaming with us occasionally. Like we have, they're in our home. So if I didn't trust him to keep it to himself when it's <laughs> not on camera, you know, it would be a bigger problem. But I think trust over anything is key. Yeah. And I feel like that's in any relationship, but in yeah. this industry, yeah, for sure, it's just a necessity. Yeah, a lot of communication, a lot of words need to be said, and you know, you have to set your boundaries. And yeah, definitely trust for sure. I mean, we feel like we have a very healthy, successful relationship, and you know, we wish that upon anybody. And uh, you know, and we love to share it. That's part of the reason we like to do Chatterbase so much. Is like our fans have always admired that about us, and they're chatting with you the whole time. So the suggestions come in a lot there but um you you develop relationships with these people and you're like sharing a part of yourself and your love with those people as well so mm -hmm. it's inspiring to other people as well and mm -hmm. i love that yeah absolutely well greg uh watching right now says Amazing. hey jacob and harley love you guys just shout out to you guys over there and um we have to ask about you because we were looking at uh, doing our research due diligence here and we found that you are making a movie what can you tell us about this movie and what can we expect um sure yeah i mean um uh, we're in the process of storyboarding it right now casting people for it um, it's going to be kind of like a hentai vibe, like live action, um, oh, wow. animator to animate parts of the movie, um, kind of like hentai style. Um, yeah. We're what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't understand. So it'll it's be like coming anime. from live action to hentai to live action. It is an anime. Hentai. There's oh. animation involved. Oh, in it, I right? love it. Yeah. Animated. So um, Partially. it'll be like almost like a dream state and yeah, it'll be so cutting in and out. It'll be really nice. It'll be a lot of fun to create. Yeah. So it's that about a creative guy that for a living. And um, it's, it's kind of like he creates this world because he's really lonely and um, like single and socially awkward. Um, so like he kind of teeters on this border of is this real? Is this really happening? And the audience, whoever's watching it, is going to have to discern what's real, what's not. And, you know, there's like a little twist at the end. And it's going to be super nice. exciting. And uh, we're hoping uh, to be one of the first independent porn films to win an award. So, wow. So fingers. We've invested a lot of time and money in this, and uh, it'll be released on GBN Stars exclusively. We should also mention you guys have been nominated for Gavian Awards and you actually have won Gavian Awards. Tell us about the awards that you have won. Oh, gosh. Um, so we won Favorite Camming Couple yes. uh, with the Gavians. And shortly before that, I won Best Cod with Fleshbot. I didn't vote for it, but I would right now. There it is. <laughs> I would vote for the couple, yeah. <laughs> We get so, we got nominated for an X Fizz Award or two. We got nominated for an ABN Award. We got nominated for Chatterbait Award, um, Pornhub Award. I mean, we, we don't win them all, but that we weren't able to actually attend these like we normally would. But. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, you win in my heart. <laughs> you know, one interesting question prior to the pandemic and everything being in lockdown, did you find any change in the work that you already do? Or was a lot of your work already like at your home anyway that you just business as usual? It was majority business as usual. I mean, we weren't traveling and um, maybe bringing people in like we might have been before. But, um, I'd say that when the pandemic hit, that was our biggest 
couple weeks at least because everyone was at home so we just streamed as much as we could and they were all watching we had big crowds and and everything kind of uh helped us a little bit it was it was kind of crazy but it also felt really good to like hearing words of encouragement people saying like i'm so bored and you guys like i look forward to your show every day and like all sorts of stuff and it's the comments like that that just kind of keep you going and fill you with purpose and super fun real quick if people want to um are you still raising funds for the film or is it already in production yeah so um we are still raising funds for the film we've used most of uh, well like, not most of our own money but we've used our own money on most of it um and any tips and things like that that we get on gavn stars um so it's stars.gavn.com slash jacob and harley one the same as our um twitter all tips um go towards the movie on there and we've been able to raise maybe about half of what we need to make the movie ourselves um so yeah, we will list this fun. send me that link again and we will list this on tagspodcast.com because this show gets repackaged beginning tomorrow morning on all podcast platforms so definitely i'm really excited about this film jacob and harley i want to really thank you so much you guys are adorable sexy so hot much, and fun yeah so fun yeah. And we love that you're doing really cool. Thank you. Yes, yes. We love what you're doing too. I, I love you guys' message. I was like uh, very taken aback. Just you tagged us and I went to you and I looked at all your stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing something really great here for the community. We're all about that. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. We'll keep in contact with us. Let us know how it's going. We'll list everything on tagspodcast.com and we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh my God, Cody! So fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, so adorable. All right. Well, we got me too. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, follow us at Tags Podcast on all social media platforms. And by the way, uh, we do an after show every single week. It's for our Tags Podcast VIP community. It's where if you just donate just a little bit here and there, it helps us keep going. It's at uh, Patreon, patreon.com yep. forward slash talk about gay sex. New after show comes out Friday night. Uh, thank you, Cody Maurice Doggett. You can follow Cody at Mista Maurice. And Cody's a life coach, so you can also follow him at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching. Follow us at Tags Podcast and continue wearing your mask and washing your hands for crying out loud, but keep it sexy. We'll talk to you soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.